Just go straight to tape, like Elvis in the 1950s. Let's go. So welcome to The Sound Effect. This is our pop-up episode this week. And um, yeah, Dave and I, uh, when we were chatting a few weeks ago, started to chat about uh, this term that I think maybe our generation maybe used more than others. Um, And that is that of the guilty pleasure. Yeah. The the artist or song or maybe album that you play on your your stereo and then when someone shows up to your house or your room or what have you you quickly rip it <laughs> off the stereo and hide it under your bed like a yeah. like a uh, like a, a questionable magazine of sorts yeah. um yeah. Yeah, so so you brought this up because you were listening to something and you you called it a guilty pleasure. Yeah, but dude, it's like this is how this is also how this whole podcast got started. It was just like oh, listening to some Black Sabbath, which you know they never play live and and stuff like that. And I remember sending it to you and saying, "Hey, ever listen to this album? It's actually really good." Uh, you know, Technical Ecstasy was the title of it, and so that's basically. Mm-hmm. And then. We just went back and forth with a whole bunch of stuff that time, and just like yeah, and I think we ended up with the zombies at one oh, point God, yeah. and their concept album, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, who and who knew the zombies had a concept album? So, well, it's interesting. I mean, the the terms come up a little bit recently. I you know uh, with the death of Les McCowan from the Bay City Rollers sure. and a bunch of people kind of coming out saying Les had an amazing rock and roll voice. He he was more than a teen st- heartthrob right. like. And people really kind of embracing the you know guitar riffs or or, or Bay City Roller songs, and you know I, I was too young at that point to appreciate that. Half my room was Bay City Rollers, and the other half was Kiss. Uh, but uh, I think there's some people there who would like chalk up something like the Bay City Rollers to a to a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And to, you know, a funny story comes to mind. I remember. Dave Grohl saying he used to carry his Rush 2112 album in dif- in a different cover so his friends would never see it, right? <laughs> you know, because to him that was a, a guilty pleasure. And sure, yeah. So to me, but these days, like you alluded to, it, is it even a thing? Like, should you? Were we were we oversimplifying it? Th- like saying like, oh, dude, how can you listen to that? And you know, shaming like we were. I was guilty of it just as anyone. It's just like. You listen to that seriously, but in the end, if you enjoy it and get off on it, and especially if it's something you're still listening to in your later years compared to your teens, uh, and it's lasted this long, like how many times has like New Kids on the Block or Backstreet Boys hit town, and the mother, the moms are showing up in droves, right? Like they still just dig it. But I still. <laughs> You know, there's a part of me again, and I think it's a generational thing. Uh, I I have to judge, yeah, sure. uh, and I, there are people who call me and say to me, "You are so judgy, <laughs> so judgmental." Uh, and and you're right. I literally just made a comment on someone's Facebook post about an hour ago where I said uh, he was posting all the records he bought, and I was like, "Really? You bought Weird Al?" <laughs> like, uh, but and the I wrote in brackets, "Yes, that is judgment in my tone." Uh, so that to me. Uh, I, yeah, there's still a part of me though that wants to chastise you for for choosing that. And again, 
Uh, I think you're quite right. My daughter is 17 and will listen to everything and anything generally. Um, and doesn't like kind of come in with that bias. But we had to, and I think we've talked about this before on the show, we had to kind of pick our pick our group when we were younger, yep. right? This is the style of music I'm going to listen tribe. to. Yeah, and then therefore anyone else, uh, well, we're going to, you know, what? That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, there's still a part of me that, that I, can't, I can't let go of that. But as I've gotten older, I've also started to respect other musicians who I never respected at one point and right. said, hey, you know what? This is actually a great song. So I know for me recently, I stumbled across a guilty pleasure of I have a playlist. It's just called Great Stuff, and it's just songs that are one-offs that I really like. And I'm telling you, every single time Sailing by Christopher Cross <laughs> comes on, I never jump forward <laughs> to the next song. I never do it because I just want to sit there and groove with that song. about sailing but i want to sing along to christopher cross's sailing and would i be proud if i was sitting on a deck with friends and that came on no i would be like how did this get on my playlist right but and then be, I, and then be like I if enjoyed... someone goes well let me fast forward no 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 <laughs> don't. no leave it don't waste your yes, energy no, it'll here. be over soon here, enough. have another beer it'll be over in exactly two and a half more minutes <laughs> yeah so there's absolutely that element of our guilty pleasure of a song we still love right? okay so that's your guilty pleasure and yeah you you know from hanging out with me like you could you would think really that's the guilty pleasure you're going with not this other this <laughs> other one like just the other night you sent me a note saying Ugh, somebody requested Super Tramp at the bar. And, and I'm like, yeah, tell them it's Fool's Overture. <laughs> like, come on. Yep, yep. <laughs> I mean, it was probably... Long It was night. give a little bit, right? Uh, it was the whole... It was, it was Super Tramp Radio, wow. my friend. It was Super Tramp Radio. <laughs> okay, that would have been a good evening. Uh, but no, the, the, one, the guilty pleasure I'll go with on this one is uh, a song by Whitesnake from... From their, da, 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 not the big album with Here I Go Again. It was the follow-up to that. Uh, it's called uh, Judgment Day. And it's just got this sick little groove in it that I, I will just listen to over and over and over again. And that's the one little uh, context to it all. That's the one, uh, that's the album that got that they recorded without, after they had fired John Sykes on guitar. Who right. Had written... And he became the went into blue, blue murder. murder. Also could have also right. could have easily been one of my guilty pleasures. <laughs> that whole era of late eighties 
hair metal is kind of guilty pleasure, right? Like, yeah, like when, you know, any of those bands bang Tango, Tora Tora, Mr. Big comes on, you go, oh. You get to do that rush, (laughs) am I right? That's right. uh, No, it's, yeah, so it's the sick little groove, and so they hired Steve Vai uh, to be the guitar player for that. Like, he recorded, I think he just showed up as a hired gun, did the solos, uh, and then went on tour with them. And, you know, he gets... He gets a, a pass because of his time with Frank Zappa. You know, like that's like he mm-hmm. could, at that time he could do no wrong. I remember a lot of people sure. going, "Really, White Snake? Huh? Okay." You know, yeah. although he just come out, he probably just come off the Just Like Paradise yep. tour with yeah. David Lee <laughs> yep. Roth, just right? Left, just so. left David Lee Roth and went to White Snake. thing about that song is there's a sick little groove and anybody who listens to it would just go well that's cashmere by led zeppelin it's it's just mm-hmm. this little guitar riff that main cashmere riff and you'll hear it so many times especially in the late 80s uh, mid to late 80s when everybody started rediscovering led zeppelin so right when everyone's favorite when you wanted to show that you were a zeppelin fan by (laughs) by not saying stairway to heaven and saying cashmere right right? that's right that's right so it's still you know and but to me this is every now and then i'll be like oh i gotta listen to that judgment day song there's just something about it that gets me in it and my recent uh jonesing for it made me discover that they actually remixed it recently and a whole bunch of the songs actually they remixed and made it sound a little more modern so maybe not so much 1988 but more 2008 so (laughs) okay so the treble has been turned down uh the drums aren't as echoey and uh you know i'm like yeah this could someone could have recorded that 10 years ago and you'd believe it yeah. so yeah any, anyways that's uh that's so that was like a little discovery but again steve Vai's crazy guitar solos in it are, are still kind of sick to listen to and uh tommy aldridge on drums just laying down the groove which is pretty cool <laughs> I 
will wholeheartedly admit to that, yeah, that's probably a terrible song, but me, I dig it. Hate the rest of the album. <laughs> well, and that becomes the other thing too, right? The stuff that we dig that, so, so when you brought this up, I was listening, I just had my Spotify flying through stuff and this song came on and I'm just like, oh, I love this song and I'm singing it. I'm, I'm a... 30 seconds into singing it and then realize, oh, no, I've been singing along to Ryan Adams, who is persona non grata right now. And it got back to our our the blog I, I wrote or the article yep. I wrote in last week's um, fantastic for our website. Fantastic read. I highly recommend anybody. Oh, well, anybody thank you. Thank you. Um, and, and in that piece where where I talked about how. That maybe is the new level of the guilty yeah. pleasure of, of liking a song by someone who's a dirtbag. And I think we're going to hear that again in our next episode with our next guest as well, where they bring up this comment about, you know, the dirtbags that exist yeah. and, and how listening to dirtbags is is cringy and awkward for you. And that becomes a guilty pleasure, right? So... You know, uh, like I'm sure there are a lot of hip hop fans who really have a problem going, oh, gosh, I, I don't want to necessarily listen to Kanye. Yeah. Right. Or in my case, you know, I, I didn't know what to do with Ryan Adams. I don't know what to do when, you know, James Brown comes on. Like, so I think that's the other level of the guilty pleasure is your emotional reaction to the to the artist more so than than the yeah. song. Right. Uh like, you know, if I'm, you know, I can't imagine, like, if you're on a, you know, on a date with someone, for example, and some, you know, wife abuser song comes on your Spotify playlist, is that person on the date with you judging you for that? And therefore, is it a guilty pleasure on your part? Or are you jumping to that next song in the same embarrassing way that we would jump from a, a White Snake or a Christopher Cross, uh, but we're now doing it for a different reason, yeah. right? So is that a guilty pleasure in this, you know, I, to, I hate using this term, but in this woke world that we're part of now, is that the new definition of a guilty yeah, pleasure? and, you know, like even uh, you could go back to my guilty pleasure with White Snake alone. Like there's some, those late 70s, 80s hair metal, toxic masculinity lyrics, right? You know? Think, oh yeah, you know, ACDC made a career out of that stuff, right? Mm. And so yeah, you can easily dismiss it uh, and just say, "Well, it's that's just the time it was," right? And right, you know. But I think I think at least it's making you think about it when something like that comes yep. on. Don't dismiss it. I, like I, I don't hide from the fact. Like if anyone did say something about like David Coverdale, my God, that guy's like a womanizer and like. His lyrics were terrible about for women and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, I agree. It was terrible. But listen to that sick groove in that song. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> you know? And I think that's what you get a lot of. It's, you know, uh, you can go down movies too, right? I still, mm -hmm. I still love The Usual Suspects. And right. And I'm not going to, like, there's, there's a few people oh, that yeah. worked on that. It's not just Kevin Spacey. You know that, yeah. that can make that uncomfortable for you. There's like two or three people. In oh that yeah, that, that is chock full of yeah. them, right? So and and then, then does that now become in a modern context of the phrase a guilty pleasure? Yeah. Or is it just right. a, a one? It, it, a lot of that's being reevaluated now too. Like I mm -hmm, for sure. I remember when Louis C.K. got busted 
for being, uh, you know, a bit of a slimy guy. And yeah. all of a sudden, the blogs, like, and I'm, I'm going to call out, like, Paste and AV Club, who, you know, I discovered Louis C.K.'s show because of them and were praising it. All of a sudden, they go back and take a, oh, we took another look at everything, and here's what we feel is wrong with it. It's like, well, right. whoa, 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 you didn't catch this the first time? You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, this, this wasn't a problem with you the first time, but now you know how this person is in their private life. So now you're reevaluating, which is an interesting take. It's like, okay. Yeah, well, because, uh, I mean, because in the one way, it could be satire, right? Like, you, sure. if the person's a straight-laced person, you're, you're now making a satirical comment on society. But if it flips the other way, then you're part of the problem. Yeah. So you're, it's no longer satire, right? So satire has a different element of humor than... Um, <laughs> autobiographical maybe or something like that yeah. right so and i'm not saying it was but uh but you know what i mean yeah. no i don't know it's a, it's an interesting idea but it, it does make you reevaluate like and that's the thing about generation Z right now is i think they would be able to listen to you know a playlist that has white snake christopher cross and whatever else on it and go yeah it's just a good tune i just don't i don't care you know yeah. and they just wouldn't care but all of a sudden, if um, you know someone came on the stereo who is, uh, you know, has been a jerk to to women or has said something offensive, fast forward that, right? Because I don't want to yeah. hear that right now, right? So there. So again, is this a new new version of the guilty pleasure, if you will, for for Generation Z? Yeah, totally. Something that's not going to get right. solved in a in a. 15 minute to one hour podcast that's for sure but no true it's, enough it's true just enough. a conversation but the- and like i say we we brought it up in our last episode we're gonna it comes up again a little bit in our next episode and that's just all about keeping the conversation going yeah anyhow it's you're quite right it's not something we'll be able to solve now uh maybe the listeners want to give us uh what their Please. thought is uh on, on their their favorite guilty pleasure whether it's a a guilty pleasure because you just don't want to be seen with that record like uh, uh, like uh, Dave Grohl with his t- 2112 right. or or maybe it's a guilty pleasure for a more quote unquote legitimate reason um, but I'm going to leave this podcast and go and go listen to Extreme <laughs> which album? <laughs> Guilt, guilty pleasure <laughs> <laughs> which album? Maybe the first two. Maybe wow. the first two. Oh, okay. That's right. The extreme album. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's... Not just. The, I'm going to skip over more than words, though. Uh, okay. Because okay. I'm because I'm not a 15 year old trying to date. Okay. <laughs> not so not anymore. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us this week on our our mini podcast and listening to us blether on about this. Um, I think you'll be excited by uh, this uh, this coming week's episode where we are joined by. A Polaris shortlist nominee, uh, which is awesome. So yeah, so you we're not going to tell you exactly who it is yet, but you've got um, if you go look at that Polaris shortlist, there's ten nominees, and we've got one of them on our show this week, chatting about uh, their latest record. So and uh, and the influence of a, a hip hop album that we had no idea no. about. So it was a quite a uh, it was quite a cool episode for us to take part in. So listen up on Tuesday for that. Excellent. Lots of great music out there, guys. So keep listening. 